This is Dr. Kara Shepard, and you're listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. everybody thanks for listening to goat talk with the goat doc and this is going to be tales from the farm i've got devin sitting on the couch with me all right we're going to talk about the last several weeks which we're just looking at the calendar to try to figure out dates and how long things have actually been taking and we're like oh look we haven't even been in the new place for two weeks yet and it feels like longer than that doesn't it yeah certainly does. Um, We're going to split this into two parts probably, and this part that we're going to do is going to be before we moved because... This is moving. This is the final push. This is what happens when you realize moving the farm is crazy. This was a a rough rough move and... uh, I'm never doing it again. No, no. I think that we own enough land here that we could probably move to a far corner. (laughs) I don't think I want to leave this parcel of land Mm. ever. I'm never moving a goat dairy again. No, we're not moving a goat dairy again. No. Um, So it's like everything happens all at once with us. Um, We had to be out of our house in Acton by December 3rd. And today's December 14th. So, yeah, we haven't even been here two weeks yet. Crazy. I guess technically the the second was the first night we spent here because we got all the goats here on the second. Yeah. And then we went back. No, it would have been the first because we spent all day cleaning over there on the second and then came back here. But we spent the first night here. So it's been almost, almost two, two tomorrow weeks. will be two weeks that we since we both first spent the night here at the at the new farm. But I mean, what all led up to all of this? Like moving uh, well, we've been moving. We've owned this property. That we're li- in the new Gloucester property. We've owned this property since the end of August. Like the beginning of August. Beginning, beginning of August. So since then, I would take a truckload every other weekend of our stuff, box it up, move it over here. And it's like, oh, this is going to not be too bad. You know, like I'll just do this every weekend until we close on the house or when we sell the house or hopefully we sell the house and. So December 3rd was the closing date, and we didn't know about that until, uh, what was it, like the end of October, beginning of November, I think it was, when we finally had somebody that was like, yes, we're buying your house, we want to close as soon as possible. The house, yeah, the house went on the market, like, last week of August, first week of September, or something like that, and we had, like, a couple people come look at it. And somebody really liked it, but was on the fence. And then it was like, there was, a, it was like every time 
the it felt like there was a lull in people coming, like us having to clean the house because there was going to be a showing. Every time there was like a lull and I was like just about to call the real estate agent and be like, hey, we got to sell this house, there would be another showing. Yes. And people kind of dragged their feet to purchase the house and saw it a few times and then finally pulled the trigger and it was really late. They're like, oh, by the way, we really want to move in as soon as possible. Yeah. And we're like, oh, well, you looked at the house when it first went on the market and we're really interested in it. And But I think the push to for them to make an offer, the people who ended up buying it, was that somebody else was going to make an offer. Yeah, too. we had some people so really interested. So there's like this lull and it's getting close to us being wanting to move over here. And we're like, oh God, is anybody going to buy our house? Yeah. But then all of a sudden there's two people that wanted to buy our house. And I had this feeling it was going to happen as we got closer to the end of the year. And, you know, so we were making pushes to get all our stuff over there, over here in New Gloucester. And, you know, uh, when it started getting close to December 3rd, like the middle of November, you know, November was this go time. Yeah. Pretty much the whole month of November was go time. And there was a lot of, and as soon as I was done milking the goats and we waited as long as I, we could handle it. Um, cause the, the dairy, the dairy and act in that we built in the basement had to go. The, <laughs> the, the people who wanted to buy the house were going to offer the same amount of money with or without the dairy in the basement. So we're like, well, and you say dairy in the basement, like we were always going to take the pasteurizer and the ball yeah, but they would have had a nice room to like do whatever you wanted, to, and yeah, like and they you, still can. But we took eighty five percent of the room down. We left up one wall. Oh, more up. than that. Yeah, we took. Oh, there like was a lot. 90. It was a lot of work. Ninety five. And I don't think we realized how much work it was going to be. God, I forgot about all that. To pull down all the drywall and take the studs down, and then do all the plumbing to be just the house and not the dairy and the electrical, all the lights and the switches and stuff that were in there, and then all the plumbing and stuff for the pasteurizer. And it was just, I we for- did that in three days. I forgot how big our basement was without a. Yeah, it was really Yeah, it was really big. Yeah, it was a lot of work to get all that taken care of. And we should have maybe had like a dumpster or something. There was lots of trips to the dump with like demo debris and clean like I didn't just pack up all our stuff. We we threw all our stuff cuz we Kara and I have had lots of stuff handed down to us and we kind of respect that stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that we had to let go. There's things that we kept that were handed down to us that were that we need needed to have because we like, and they're important. But then there was like lots of stuff we just had to say goodbye to. And we still ended up with like 20 trailer loads of stuff over here. And I did most of the moving. We did most of the moving and then we hired, oh, yeah, hired, we hired, we hired movers. movers, and the movers were like, you had, they had to, Kara and her mom had to like twist my leg to, oh, I can handle this, I got all this, this isn't that big of a deal, and like, 
thank God I, you know, let it happen, I guess, because mm-hmm. it, I should have had him take more. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, so the removers moved, like, the piano and the pasteurizer and the bulk tank and all, like, the big heavy stuff, and we should have had them take more big heavy stuff. But I think the whole problem with moving was that we have way more stuff than we realized we had. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff. We had a really big house in Acton, and this is the two of us. So we had lots of space to put stuff. And, like, we, I thought I was moderate. Like, I didn't think it was too bad. And it wasn't, really. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. But now we have an even bigger house over here to cram full of stuff. <laughs> Well, at least this house has enough space for the existing stuff. Yeah, and the house is livable over here, and it's a big change from how we were living in Acton, and a very big change to any type of living I've ever done. I mean, Kara and I have been together for a really long time. We lived in a lot of places and a lot of situations, and I mean, I don't even know. This is louder than, like, Jamaica Plain. What, with the traffic? Yeah. No. Well, maybe Jamaica Plain. Definitely not Tremont Street. Tremont Street was loud. Because uh, yep. the fire trucks all mm-hmm. the time. But, yeah. Like, this is... We, we're right on a main drag. Uh, the house isn't paper thin, but it's noisy. People drive too fast. People drive really fast. Oh. And but we remember we're going to do this in two parts, and this yeah. has to be about moving. Okay, so moving, everybody, yes. everybody, also, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that in addition to moving and me continuing to work in the clinic and continuing to try to see farm calls as much as I can, and Devin packing and starting to dry off the goats, and then we had to figure out how we were going to move. We figure we've got like seventy or eighty animals right now. Yeah, I think there was like eighty animals. Um. And amongst all of this, our old man pug, Satchmo, had an eye emergency. Um, And I also had to figure out what new job I was going to take. And I was also working at the emergency clinic. Um, But uh, so like from November, like November 12th through... Thanksgiving was insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to do, like Devin said, we had to break down the dairy. I should have got my notebook that had all the list of items. Uh, we had to break down the dairy. Things had to be done for the house, like the septic tank had to be pumped. And what else? The old house, I mean, for the for the buyers, they wanted the septic tank pumped and something else. I can't remember. Um, oh, the lolly columns in the basement. Oh, yeah, we had to have a contractor come and put uh, lolly columns in the basement. And we're, like, trying to coordinate all of these things and continuing to work and continuing to make cheese as long as possible and continuing to li- deliver cheese as long as possible mm-hmm. and then trying to move as well. Um, and also Thanksgiving was in there. Yeah, Thanksgiving we didn't – we built pig hutches and. In like really, really cold, thir- maybe like the ambient temperature was probably like 30 degrees, and then there was gusting probably like 30 knots. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cold. <clears throat> so, my parents came down to the new farm for Thanksgiving and we built pig hutches, and then we had turkey. 
Um, and then that, like that weekend, like Thanksgiving weekend was like mad go time. It was like, yeah. everything had to get out of the house. Fortunately, we, Devin has a friend who had like, has how big of a trailer? It's a 18 foot car hauler. Yeah. So a flat bed, a nice new one. And he was very generous and let us borrow it. For and like a week. <laughs> Devin was like, oh, I'm only going to need it for like a couple of days. It's going to be fine. Because we have these like several vehicles. That, that can't be driven. That aren't supposed to be driven on the road right yeah. now. So hauled those over. Plus, like, it doesn't make sense. I was, you know, it doesn't make sense to drive them over even if they were all registered and inspected. Because then you have to have two people doing that right and the hour and 15 minutes between acton and here like it's just a time suck we just didn't have Mm -hmm. time to do that yeah um had a big plow truck too no it turned into a fiasco trying to get that onto his trailer because it wouldn't fit and then i backed it into my new truck tail light that was a bummer and then so I could just borrow my this try to find out how to get somebody to haul this thing over there and I did and it turned out great and everything's over here. Oh, oh yeah, we had to take down the greenhouse too. Oh, the greenhouse it was something that I forgot of. I just really didn't <laughs> See, want to revisit why, all these things. This is things. why we're doing this. So I know it's like, just terrible. Next though. year we're gonna be like, oh, these look things. at all this stuff we had to do and it was yeah. awful. So the greenhouse was like twenty by forty. And that's like, where we have had raised our goat kids for the past. I got it from three years. Earl and Nancy Bunting at Dole's Dole's Orchard and Limerick, Maine. And we put it up in December. I put it up in December 2016. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We put it up right before the, as the snow was flying. That was awful. Yeah. That was awful putting it up and it was just as awful taking it down. So. So we had to take that down. That was the other thing that the buyers wanted. They wanted the greenhouse gone. Yep. Greenhouse gone, lolly columns in the basement. They also want the roof pressure washed and treated and the septic tank pumped. Those were the things they wanted. So we had to coordinate all that too. And the dairy being taken down. That was what, that was kind of up on us. Well, yeah. Um... So where were you? you were bringing, you drove cars over here. You drove two cars over here in one day yep. while me and my parents were at the house in Acton taking down the greenhouse. The, my parents met me here. We stacked another 250 bales of hay. That's another thing we had to do during all of this is we stacked like 1,500 bales of hay yep. and we had to wait to stack the 1,500 bales of hay until the barn was stable enough to hold all that and weight. And we were like, keep on pushing them like, guys, this has to happen. This has to happen because winter was coming and the mm-hmm. guy who was holding some hay for me to put we in had- the barn, he has to winter his cows in. He's like... Hey, I got like 350 bales, 400 bales on these wagons that are where my cows winter. And the snow's coming. We're supposed to get six inches of snow. This oh needs to God. go. Yeah. So we got the four, the, we had four wagons of hay over covered. here since what? Uh, September? Yeah. Covered in tarps on the hill. And then, so we had to get that in the barn. Before it <coughs> snowed, because if it snowed on those tarps, it was going to be all over. Yeah. And then that same time, at that same round, we spent a weekend, so we spent a weekend stacking those four 
wagons, mm-hmm. and then he brought over another wagon. We had we stacked that that weekend too, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what wagon what weekend that was. That was sometime in November, mm-hmm. and that was before Sashmo had his eye emergency. So that was like earlier in November, mm-hmm. and then we. So we got those wagons taken care of. He picked them up and then he brought another wagon like in the middle of November. My parents met me here. Yeah. He was like, oh, you you really want the, I have, I have your total amount of hay you wanted to cut the fields. And it's like, okay. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to say no to hay. So he brought in over another probably 300, 350 bales. Yeah, another big trailer load. And my we, parents met me here and my brother, and we stacked that. You brought the car over, and then you went back to get another car. Mm-hmm. And then me and my parents went over there to Acton to Acton to take down the greenhouse some more, right? And pack some more stuff up, right? And then they didn't stay the night. I think mom, your mom did. Did she? Did we have a bed still then? I don't know. I don't. Remember. I think that we still did. Yes. So my mom stayed that night. No, she didn't. She went home because we went. I don't remember. Who cares? Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> um. So you moved two cars that day. We kept the. The trailer that whole week. Yeah. And, and kept, like, loading up the Kevin truck. Kevin was just like, oh, I don't really need, I don't have any plans for the trailer. So if you are in need of using it, then by all means, use the trailer. So we kept using the trailer. Yeah, and, like, we had to figure out how to lower, like, a 15-foot, 20-foot grain bin onto the trailer. Oh, yeah. Like, barely fit onto Kevin's trailer. It and- fit nicely on the Kevin's we, we trailer. Fit, like, yeah, so it was like 18 feet. It fit the whole length, pretty yeah. much. We had like haphazard like all the sinks and plumbing and stuff from the dairy like stacked on top of the greenhouse pieces mm-hmm. on the trailer to get it out of here. There and, was many freighted loads that mm-hmm. I was really sketched out. I can't out. believe we didn't take a picture of that time because then we put our we were just like I just went through our closet and like swooped all of our clothes into oh contractor my God. bags. Yeah, that was the scariest load. That I was delivered. the scariest load. And then that had like couches on the trailer too. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we didn't take a picture of that. I don't know what we were thinking. <coughs> this is crazy. So that the tundra was freighted. Yeah, with a freighted trailer, and I was driving my mom's Tacoma, so freighted. we could put stuff in the back of her truck. And then with the snowmobile trailer that was freighted. With the greenhouse parts. Yeah. And uh, then we had to get over here and unload it. Mm-hmm. And then thank God your sister and her husband showed up a couple times because they would show up all like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed because they hadn't been packing all day every day for a week and mm-hmm. be like, sweet, let's lift these pinball machines up a flight of stairs. Right. Oh, my God. This is insanity. Um. It's not even the hardest. This is not even the craziest bit. We haven't even gotten to the moving animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, if we can, we're, I think we're pretty close to, to the end of the moving things that really were Yeah, so we, we, we had to move all the stuff first, as much stuff as we could move. Yeah, and then we. And then we knew we had to move the animals all in one day because we wanted, to, we didn't want to be in a place where 
we had animals in both locations overnight. Yeah, we wanted all, that means one person would need to stay behind and stay with the animals. It is all the animals needed to be moved in one day. So when we're done, we could sleep, oh and God. then the animals were all in the one spot, in one location. But like. So I don't have a big enough trailer to put all my animals in or a rig to haul it. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of weight. And then I have pigs too that are giant. So So we got my parents to come down with my dad's big SUV. I have two livestock trailers. Yeah, we have two of like a two horse trailer and then like a, a livestock trailer. And we put, we had my parents come down and we caught the pigs. So pigs, if you've ever tried to load pigs on a trailer, especially pasture pigs that mostly do what they want all the time, it actually could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, it could have gone a lot worse. And I was... Our two older pigs are like, oh, sweet, we'll just walk up here and eat the cheese that you're giving us. We had like a bucket of like reject cheese and we're like we're saving this to load the pigs Mm -hmm. and we backed the trailer up and got the pigs up there and the two older pigs were like sweet we're just gonna walk on the trailer and then our one younger sow who is gretchen oh my god and she's always trouble she's an old english spotted tamworth cross yep and she's a beautiful pig beautiful pig but she's just not as laid back as our other pigs and she gave us a run for our money getting her on the trailer. Yep. I'm going to leave it at that so we yep. stay nice and diplomatic and mm-hmm. G-rated. Yes. So we got her loaded on the trailer. We got them on the trailer. My parents came over. We loaded up the truck. We loaded up my parents' SUV. And we loaded up some goats in the other trailer. We drove them over here. And then we had to go and get panels to pen the goats in because the barn still isn't done. We've been here for almost two weeks, and the barn still isn't done. No. Everything's temporary right now. Um, So we had to get, like, goat panels and pen-off area for the goats. Inside the barn. Inside the barn, yep. Yep. Um, And then... They literally finished the sliding doors. The day before. The day before. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was good because the weather has been crazy. Like right now, it's probably today was fifty degrees and pouring rain. But when we moved, it was freezing, freezing cold, snowing. Yeah, we were like trying. The the day we moved animals was impending snowstorm. Yeah, impending snowstorm. Just like felt like snow all day. It started. So then we drove back to Acton. Picked my parents picked up another trailer load of goats. We picked up another trailer load of goats, and we still couldn't fit all the goats. Yeah, we had to make one more run, and it was started snowing on our way out. Yeah, as we were like leaving Acton, it started snowing, and we still had another. And we still had one more trailer load of goats. Another trip back to Acton, and I think we unloaded that round of goats with your parents, say around eight o'clock. Yeah, here at New Gloucester, and they were terrified. My parents' the new, new place. The goats were terrified, and oh, they I, they were okay. Yeah, they they were hard going getting off the trailer at first. Yeah, um, they just need to be a goat in at the barn. If you can get a goat in the barn, the rest of them will go. And so, it's also super dark over here. Super dark. Because the no... new power service to the barn still isn't working, yeah. so we have to run. 
cords and lights from the main power in the house to the yeah, barn. Yeah, so it's pretty dark, and... The goats hate that. And your parents don't have any goat moving or animal moving experience, so it's kind of terrifying to them. Mm-hmm. And they're probably just as scared as the goats are, actually. Um, so... You know, we. But it was my dad who was like, "Oh, curl this." Yeah, panel your dad up had behind. the really, really good idea with that cattle, the hog panels that we just got, and built, made like a U shape and pushed them right into the barn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we had to turn and burn and run back to Acton, and it started snowing in New Gloucester when we left. Yeah, so we drove back to Acton in the snow. Yeah, I was in four-wheel drive. take a little interlude here, and this is a bit of a sad part of the story. Uh, I don't Is that, and I'm saying this, this is like, when I do these Tales from the Farm episodes, it's like, remember all the things for posterity someday. I'm going to write a memoir or something. So the other thing leading up to moving was that one of our older does, Ruth, um, had started, she started acting off and Devin noticed and he had me look at her and I went and examined her and she had a new heart murmur, like a solid heart murmur. Um, and she was basically in congestive heart failure and we helped her out as best as we could for a few days. And I was really, really, really worried about her making the move. Um, she had never left our place in Acton since she, we bought her as like a yearling. Shady lady. Yep. And this day that we were moving the goats, we went, I think it was the set. We went back to this with, to get the second load and she had passed away. So we had that going on too. In a snowstorm, driving back to Acton in a snowstorm. And I wish we could have like took care of the goat. Like how we should have. Well, I mean, She's back now. We had her cremated, and she's back with us now. And so we went and picked up the last trailer load of goats, but when we got back, it had been snowing. And the livestock trailer is, like, slatted, so there's open edges. And we got back to Acton, and it was just full of snow. Yeah. It's, like, caked with snow on the inside. I'm not bringing animals on the road like this. Oh my God. Would have been terrible. And and we had nothing left in acting. Yeah. There was nothing there. I had barely had enough tools to pull off what we did. And we pulled off some crazy MacGyver stuff. Yep. We had like a crappy, that was the crappy rug that was in the in garage. The, in the garage. I had this like really crappy throw rug rugs that you got from, um, college right they were yeah they were like dorm room rugs or something like that and and one had been on the garage floor for like three years gross and nasty but we cut it into slices yeah and and screwed it to the inside of the trailer yeah and like i had a box full of tools and i remember like kara was like should we pack these tools should we like put bring these tools and i'm like no the tools should be the one of the last things that leave with us and we have to come back the next day and clean all the barns out so we might need them so let's leave the tools and in that box of tools was a thing of drill bits and some old rusty drywall screws from taking the dairy room down because i don't like to throw all the fasteners away i try to save as much as i can and 
I pre-drilled holes in the metal all around and threw in drywall screws all over the place to make it work so that the goat stayed dry. And then I made a flap around about over the backside because it would blow so her back in. So that took another hour. That took another hour. We left Acton, or we left New Gloucester probably 8, got back to Acton like 9.30 maybe. Yeah. Then had to spend at least an hour. At least an hour. Putting and it's carpet. snowing. It's snowing. The snow's piling up. There's probably like four inches on the ground yeah. in Acton when we left. Mm-hmm. And got the goats loaded up. And then we're like, well, we can't go on these back roads. It's super sketchy. When we came back to from New Gloucester to Acton, yeah, a lot of them were plowed. A lot of places weren't even plowed yet, and so we were like had to go the long way. We're like, it's smarter to go the long way because it's gonna that's more traveled that yeah, way. Go on the highway, and we did. And Devin's driving the last trailer load of goats in the first major snowstorm of the season. In the middle of At the night. one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and we arrived in New Gloucester at like 1.30, mm-hmm. unloaded the goats, navigated <laughs> through the boxes and mayhem. There's like a path through our house. Like we're some kind of like crazy hoarders. Yeah, we just dropped everything off. Just got just... it undercover and ran. Yeah. And <clears throat> then passed out. Yeah, it was like 2.30. And then we got up in the morning and we couldn't dilly-dally because we had to go back to Acton to finish cleaning out the house, dismantle our fish tank, clean the barns. What else did we have to do over there? There was a lot of trash. Finished getting trash. Oh, the snowmobile. Yep. The snowmobile that like didn't want to run. That it Devin- ran and then didn't want to run. And it needed to run in order to get on to the trailer. Yeah, so I drove it on oh, there. Oh, we with... took down the other freaking pig hutch, too. Yeah. The last pig hutch needed to be dismantled and yep. loaded. So snowmobile on the trailer. We had a big, huge, old vintage cast iron tub that was oh, yeah. going to be like a wood-fired... Outdoor hot, hot tub. But never came. It got like... Sidelined. 40% of the way there. Yeah. And now it's going to happen over here. Well, or be a giant nice water trough, mm. who knows? But we had to get that. I was like, on I'm there. not leaving that cast iron bathtub. Behind. So the snow played in our favor on that because we just slid it across the snow. Mm-hmm. It went really easy, uh, and the snowmobile ran on starting fluid onto the trailer just enough just to get enough it onto to get the it trailer. Onto the trailer, and um, and then we had to dismantle the fish tank. There's so much trash left over after all these dump runs and after all, all this weeding through our stuff and throwing out stuff. Like there's still was so much trash uh, that needed to go to the dump, and it was not dump day, and so. No, it was was dump dump day, day, but we needed to get the barns clean. And we also didn't realize that the dump closed at two. We got in the truck. We're like, oh, no, look at all this stuff that really can just go to the dump. We got in the truck to go to the dump, and our neighbor is like the manager of the transfer station. We drove by, and we're like, oh, crap. His truck is in his driveway. I looked up the hours, and that was the day that the dump was only open till two o'clock, not four o'clock. It was like 12. It was 2.15. It was like 2.15. Yeah. So we turned around and we're like, just load it up. Yeah, just load it up. We'll bring it to New Gloucester because there's a 30 yard dumpster here for construction. And, um, oh my God. 
So we went back and we shoveled. Yeah. We shoveled. I shoveled like we never shoveled before. And I hadn't cleaned the barn, the older barn for weeks because I'm like, I don't have time to do this. Will this do this at the end? And so we shoveled it shoveled, out. Shoveled it out. And Devin was just shoveling two wheelbarrows and I was dumping them. And like we didn't stop both barns. It took us, oh, I don't know, four hours. Yeah, I think it was pretty close to four hours. Just clean out both barns by hand and... That was pretty rough. And every, like, spot of our vehicles, like, I had my truck over there, and Devin had the Tundra with the snowmobile trailer loaded with the snowmobile and the bathtub and and the the pig pig hutch and, like, the fish tank. Oh, my God. I can't believe, like, we lost a a couple of fish in transit. Most of them survived. But, like, we basically drained the fish tank down because it's live plants in there. Drained the fish tank down to the last few inches last thing we were doing going out the door yeah put the fish tank in the save all the water seat of the truck yeah we brought buckets of water because i was worried about the fish like being shocked by Mm -hmm. the different well water over here and put the put the fish tank in the trunk of of the back seat of the tundra and left yeah we did clean up the house a little bit we wanted to clean it up more like really clean it but i just we ran out of time it was pretty clean. It was pretty though. clean. It wasn't like mopped clean, but it was really clean, as clean as we could get it. And what did you say? Oh, you're a stickler Meeseeks. Yeah, some stickler Meeseeks. <laughs> um, so then we got back here. It was dark. I don't know what time it was. I can't that, remember. I think and it was tried. snowing again. It was. It snowed again. That was the other push. It start. Didn't it start snowing? Yes, again? that's right. There was another front coming through and we need to get back up here before like so it snowed on that was the first we need to get what was in one of our vehicles in the house and like i think there was a push to get one of our yeah the fish needed to come in Mm -hmm. and yeah all the trash that was in the truck needed to go into the dumpster before it got all covered in snow snow. yeah and that was because the first snowstorm was on the first, the night of mm-hmm. the first, and that's when we moved the goats. So we went back over there on the second and did all the cleaning, and then the started snowing the night of the second. Then it snowed all day on the third. Yeah, but we were here. But we were here, and all the animals were here, and this closing was on the third. And you better believe when I got that email that said the closing was done and it was all over, I was really relieved. Yeah. So now we're here, mm-hmm. and it's been almost two weeks of being here. Mm-hmm. We're still alive. Yep. The goats are still alive, mm-hmm. and it's less looks less like a hoarder household. Yeah, we've got pretty much what we needed to get unloaded and unpacked to live day to, to live day. day to day and have it look like I live here. Yep. We live here and put and up. And people live here and it's not too spooky. Yeah. We put up some, I did a lot of doing a lot. Of, that's not moving. No need to talk yeah. about what we we're going to, that's going to come in this, in the next part, but we're probably going to stop for now. Yeah. I have a lot of PTSD now. <laughs> From talking about moving. Yes. That was pretty, November was really tough. Yep. 2019 has been. I think 2018 was rougher. It was a different type of rough. Yeah. But we're here. We yep. made it. Mm-hmm. And then 
in the next Tales from the Farm episode, we're going to talk about all the trials and tribulations of the first two weeks in this what we've done new farm and what we've done. So, um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys pretty soon. Bye. Meh. <laughs>